It is Thursday night Bible study with Apostle Dr. Dawn Nickel Manning. Get your words, get your pen, get your paper. Come on, click the like button, the share button. Even if you want to call somebody on the phone, say, listen, it's time for Bible study. Come on in and join. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you and we give you honor and glory for this opportunity where we're coming together to be able to open up our understanding to receive your word. Father, we just pray that you would just uh, uh, obliviate all types of distractions and that you would help us, Father, to be able to study and be in tune to what you are going to share with us on tonight. We honor you, we give you glory, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. This is the last uh, the last part of the series on relationships. We have been talking about relationships and the importance of relationships, the meaning of how we connect, how we talk um, with one another and deal with one another, whether it's in our marriage, whether it's with our children, whether it's work related. It's so important that we understand uh, how we build upon our relationships, how we operate and how we collaborate and intermingle with one another. And one of the most important relationships, and I save this for last, is because I wanted us to really focus in on everything that has been discussed in this series in regard to relationship is based on the premise of understanding that God wants a relationship with each and every one of us. When we understand who our creator is and that he loves us, that he is concerned about us, and that he wants a relationship with us, when we mold and shape ourselves to be disciplined, to be a part of the relationship that he wants to have with us, then all other relationships, they begin to fall in line. You know, um, you even have to have a relationship with your enemies. Yes, you do. Because the word says what? That he would make your enemies your footstools, meaning that you would be able so they would be able to push you to the next level. In order to even for that to happen, guess what? You have to have a relationship, some type of relationship, some type of interaction, even with your enemies. He said he would make your enemies at peace with you. That's the word. So in all aspects, there's a relationship that has to be had in order for you to have the opportunity for God to make peace between you and your enemies. So all of it is in relation to building a a, a uh a, a union and an understanding with our Heavenly Father so that He can be able to work with us and be able to establish us in a place where and we know how to interact one with another. So let's go to the Word of God. I want to open up with this scripture coming from the book of Luke. Luke chapter 10 verse 27. Luke 10 27. It says, And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. I'll read it again. Luke 10, 27. And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. All of that uh, portion of that scripture, the, uh, the top, and this is uh, this is written in such a way where all of it's it's the the concept of understanding the first part of the scripture of loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and the purpose of that is so that you can do what love your love your neighbor as yourself. So once again, 
all of the relationships that we have, when we have a relationship with the Lord, we have an understanding to love God with our hearts, with our minds, with our soul. And to make sure that we discipline ourselves, to have time to meditate, to talk to him, to pray. We are better, we are better prone to work with our neighbor. We are better prone to work with our spouses. We are better prone to work and deal with our our children. We are better and more prone to better work with our colleagues and our work partners. All of it is in sync and it's in line to help us to once again better relate. A lot of times people find themselves in, in uh, a lot of conflict and sometimes they feel like they're doing well and they're being um, they're they're causing division, they're causing contention and they're causing strife because they don't have a relationship with the heavenly father because the heavenly father will put you in check. The heavenly father will tell you that's not right. Now, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Even when you're about to think to give yourself into gossip, naysaying, murmuring and complaining. When you have a relationship with God, he'll tell you, mm -mm, that's that's not correct. That's that's not me. That's not how I'm molding and shaping you to be. And he will correct you wherein you will feel in your spirit. Let me not say that at all. If it's not going to be something good, if it's not going to be something positive, if it's not going to cause for progress and positive change to occur, let me not even allow for those words to hit the atmosphere, to go into someone else's ear, planting evil seed. Plant, planning evil evil words and, and saying things that's going to cause division and strife. God, when you have a relationship with God, you don't want to do that. You don't want to participate in that type of behavior. But if you're not disciplined, if you don't love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, that's why even people of God, when you are working on yourself and when you are asking God to take away those old things that are that are not like him, that old man in us must surely die, that you ask God to purge us, create in me a clean heart, renew the right spirit. You are in a place, in a state of mind that you don't want to be a part of nonsense, foolishness, contention, and strife. But people who don't have a relationship, people who are not, don't have sometimes, and sometimes people think having a relationship with God means going to church. No, I talk to a lot of people and they say, I have faith and, you know, I may not go to church every time, you know, but I, I do watch this program, but I do talk to God. Your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Just have one. Just make sure you have one. Allow for him to, to talk to you. Allow for him to lead you. Allow for him to guide you. Allow for him to correct you when you know that you need to make change for the better in your life. Love him with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. And when you do that, you'll be able to love your neighbor. God's want, God wants relationship with us. He desires true intimacy with his children. He wants us to understand the infinite depths of his love. He wants us to call him Abba Father. He wants us to have that endearing relationship. Galatians 4 and 6 says, Because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. We are his sons. We are his daughters. How do you become a son? How do you become a daughter? Now, you know, biologically, you know, if you bring a child in the world, we say that's son, that's daughter. But it's something about a parent who could say, oh, that's my, my only begotten or that's my beloved. Or, or they say, now that my daughter. And they say it with endearing words. You can feel 
the love and the sentiment towards that child that that child has not just become an offspring but that child has now become defined as something intimate and close and given the title son and daughter that's the way God feels about us he 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 placed us in this earth but when we accept him, when we abide by his precepts and principles, when we are led by the divine spirit, God looks at us and he, with an endearing heart. He says, oh, that's my son. That's my daughter. They call me father and I call them my, my children. Because the relationship is being established. The, the relationship it, it, it's building, it's getting stronger day by day. And the closer you get with God, the closer you tune into his voice, the closer you, the more time you spend, spend seeking him in prayer, the stronger your relationship becomes and the better you are as an individual when you deal with other people. Ephesians 3 and 12. In Jesus, we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. In Jesus, we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. Your confidence and your boldness. Let me tell you something. I am an introvert. I love being home. Um, I love my safe place. If I could stay home, I would. I have to be honest with you. At certain points when, when COVID-19 was at its height and you know we were in the lockdown, um, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. There was a time I did get a little cabin fever and I just wanted to be outside and air. But I do enjoy being home. But it's through the Holy Spirit. And, and people people get shocked when I say that. Because they're like, oh, you do a lot of public speaking. and You don't seem like you this, that, and the other. But it's because of my faith in Him. That God gives me the boldness and the confidence that I need to do what needs to get done. It's through him I live, move, and prove my being. So when you say, I can't do something, I'm not able, I'm not equipped. Yes, you are. When you have that relationship with God, God will make sure that he will give you Holy Ghost boldness. He will give you the confidence that you need to speak in season and out of season. To go to places where he leads and guides you. To be a light, to be a beacon, to be that instrument of his peace. To shed forth his word, to proclaim victory, and to also ensure people of who God is. Proclaiming the gospel. He will give you the confidence and the boldness. It's all in the relationship. Our God is a mighty God. So don't you know, through the downpouring of the Holy Spirit, when you allow for him to move through you, he will give you the confidence and the boldness that is needed to get the job done. We don't have to fear for anything. The word also says he has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. So we can what? Do all things through Christ who gives us strength. It's all about the relationship that you have with your creator, your heavenly father. Ephesians 3, 18 through 19. Ephesians 3, 18 through 19. He wants us to be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that ye may be filled to all the fullness of God. That ye may be filled to all the fullness of God. That ye may be filled to all the fullness of God. God wants us to be full. Let me tell you something. He, when God works on us. What, let me give you this example. I get excited. Let me count it down. Let me tell you something. 
And when it's picture day for, for my children, and especially I remember my daughter growing up, when it was picture day, it was like, I think I missed one picture day and she had a hat on. And I was like, hey, maybe you missed picture day. And she said, Mommy, it's okay. And she wore her hat and she tucked the hair under the hat and she still smiled and said cheese. And I, that picture just, I, I'm just like, Ailey, this is the one we missed, but we're never going to let that happen again. So every time it's picture day, we would make sure outfit was ironed, hair was done. You know, and yes, I did. We would put on a little makeup and make sure her lips was nice and dazzled up because it was picture day. And we wanted to represent, now, I wanted to represent that Ailey is Dawn Alicia Nichols' baby girl. That, that, that she, Dawn, Dawn loves her daughter and she's going to make sure that she shines and she's going to make sure that she looks her best. The same way that we as parents, when we gleam on our children, when we present them and when we put them in places so that they can be seen, so that they can be notarized, when they're functioning, when they're performing, when they're doing their recitals, when they have to do their little a public speech, whatever it is, we make sure that they have the best so that they are presented because not only do we want them to shine, but we want others to know that they represent us as their parent. Y'all getting where I'm going? We serve a mighty God. Don't you know, God wants us to be in the fullness of who he is. So when he puts us before great men and women, he's going to make sure that our hair is laid right. He's going to make sure that our face is shiny and bright, that we have the right smile, the right, at, at, the right outfit on, and the confidence and the boldness that we need to have to stand for and allow for his glory to flow from us. God is not a God that he's going to be mocked. He's not going to put you in a situation where you're not going to be presented as the best of the most high God. God is going to ensure that you're equipped, that you have what you need. He's going to make sure that when you speak, I don't care if you have a stuttering problem. I don't care if you don't have an extended vocabulary. When you come in Christ, when you allow for God to lead and guide you through his Holy Spirit, he's going to give you the fullness of who he is. And our God is divine. He's sovereign. He's mighty. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's all that and then some. So don't you know if we serve such a magnificent God, when it's time for him to put you forward, he's going to make sure the fullness of who he is is represented through his child. Ooh, what a mighty God we serve. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be ashamed. I don't care what your background was. I don't care what your lineage was. When you become a part of the DNA of Jesus Christ, that blood that was shed on Calvary to redeem us, we were brought with a ransom. We were brought with a price. And we are now called sons and daughters. And because we are now sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, the DNA that has connected us through him to our heavenly father has made us a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. So that when we go before men and women, when we have to proclaim the gospel, when we are on assignment, when God has given us a task, he will make sure that we are represented in the fullness of who he is. 
Hallelujah. It's all about the relationship. Get in relationship with him. Get in a place where you seek him in season and out of season. Get in a place where you say, uh-uh, I got to stop my clock. I got to go to God in the, in, in the morning, the noonday, and at night. Three times. Give God that time. Three. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Give him them three more moments. Come on and seek him in the morning. Find time to seek him in the afternoon. Find time to seek him in the evening time. And I tell you, when you draw yourself close to him, when he, he will draw nigh back unto you. The only thing you have to do is put your time in. Build that relationship with your heavenly father. And you will see that all of the other relationships. What did I say at the top? That he will make your enemies at peace with you. Even your enemies are going to have to shut their mouths and become at peace with you. Those that have naysayers, murmurers, and complainers. Those that try to throw fiery darts behind your back. You, When you are in relationship with God, if God be for you, who can be against you? It's the relationship with the one that has created you. And that is how I want to end this series on relationship. Get your relationship with God. And when you get a relationship, make it stronger. Build it up. Pray. Study the word of God. Fast. Turn your plate down and seek him so that you can walk in the fullness of the one who created you. I do hope you got something out of tonight's lesson. I pray that you go back and you review the scriptures for yourself and allow for the divine spirit to speak to you and give you a personal revelation. Until we meet or speak again, I pray that the blessing of the Lord will continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow to it. God bless you and enjoy the remainder of your night.